presents the 1939 World Series through the combined facilities of the Mutual Broadcasting System, affiliated stations, and the Canadian Broadcasting Corporations, 240 radio stations in all, the Gillette Safety Razor Company brings you the play-by-play account of the crucial second game between the New York Yankees and the Cincinnati Reds. This is Stan Lomax speaking direct from the Yankee Stadium in New York. Bob Elson, Red Barber will alternate in giving you the running story. Lowell Thomas, world-famous author and news commentator, will describe the setting of this dramatic event that has millions and millions of followers in all parts of the world. Let me mention the fact that Gillette's advertising messages will be brief and so timed as not to interfere with your enjoyment of the game. The Yankee Stadium presents a colorful, stirring picture today. Men and women are here from all parts of the continent. And now, may I introduce Lowell Thomas. Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks, Stan Lomax. By the way, this is my first shot at uh, trying to be a sports commentator. If you people hear the roar of the crowds, and if it sounds like laughter, perhaps you'll guess what's going on. That crazy fellow of baseball, Al Schacht, is in the box doing his stuff. I think Al is doing the one that he calls uh, the nearsighted pitcher. And it certainly is a corker. He gets better every year at it. The goofiest fellow I know, Al Schacht. By the way, Stan... It seems to me that to handle this pre-game part of the World Series broadcast, a fellow ought to pre-game part of the World Series broadcast, a fellow ought to the combined word wizard Rick Rice and Johnny Kira, round of sports commentators such as Bill Stern and Clem McCarthy and Brent Barber here. And God. So here I am, a non-sports commentator, whose only qualification is that I play ball once in a while with those fellows whose names I've just mentioned. Over there sits Grantland Rice and Richard Smithmer and Johnny Kieran. I wish I had their combined eyes and all that they know about this scene to pass on to you. So long, Al Shack. There he goes. And I wish I could be at about 50 parts of this huge yank. I'd like to float around pointing out particularly the notables who are from your hometown. Microphone. I can see a few. Let's see. Over there sits a place called Palo Alto, California. His name? Herbert Hoover. And he never misses a good baseball game or a football game if he can help it. He may look just a little bit solemn, but he's one of the jolliest and most human men in this land of ours. Right now, he isn't feeling so jolly. Few men have taken the war in Europe to heart as much as he has, but he's trying to forget it today. Beside him is Larry Ritchie, who was with him at the White House in the days when Mr. Hoover was president of the United States. And American flags, they're hanging limp and listless right now. Breeze, but for the most part, the flags tell the story of a still meeting to any ball game. Fielders. Just throwing them in for the red batters to get to a little bit of final practice. It's early this morning. Right above us. But the Lord telling up. Those high-priced seats. Only a few score of meaning that the reserve seat holders, they can show up just a few minutes before the umpire calls play ball. But they're pouring in clear. Unexpected emptiness at the world last moment, but it looks like it's going to stadium. Having a field with, headed by Tom Comiskey is, but we never got around to that. Bucks next to the red dugout, National League. Uh, now Bronxville. Once a stars radio comet. Once a stars radio comet doing this. Uh, is that so far? Players to me, and Gabby Hartnett down there in the, the boxes. Just an hungry-looking catch years ago. First world he's going to become Zorn baseball. Three years ago, one blazing hot day, we sat together at the Chicago Club's uh, game with the Reds out at uh, Crosley Field. 
and it looked pretty hopeless for the Cincinnati Reds in those days. But look where they are now, and it's all happened in two years. Paul Crosby told me even then that he had it all figured out, just how he was going to perform this miracle, and he did. One odd thing that he told me that day was that until he bought the Reds, he wasn't even a baseball fan. Well, I probably wouldn't uh, be having anything to say to you right at this moment if it wasn't for Grant Liston Rice. Grant has been taking me around. He and Bill Dickey's brother, Skeeter. Uh, Bill, as you all know, broke up that ball game uh, yesterday afternoon in the last half of the night. Uh, the way Grantland Rice described it to me was that uh, he said Bill was a very lazy fellow. He was standing up there at the bat. A couple of balls came over, the strike. And then Bill looked up in that lazy fashion, and he's a great hunter. And he saw the ball coming, and he said, that there ball is a quail. And he took a shot at it, and away it went. And so it was that he broke up the ball game. Here's something rather curious about Powell Crosley, the owner of the Reds, also. Uh, Powell has been a football player, polo player, wizard industrialist of the radio, now the big boss of the pennant-winning team playing here in this World Series. But most surprising of all, he happens to be a native of Ohio. Sure, we know that Cincinnati's in Ohio, but among the Cincinnati players down there that are just about to go out and try their luck in the second game of this World Series, there isn't a single one that's a native of the state of Ohio. As usual, in all World Series games, the crowd is standing up now for the Star Spangled Banner.
Thank you, Lord Thomas. Now let me speak for our sponsors, Gillette of Boston and Gillette of Canada, to bring you today's game. When you use a Gillette blue blade in the new Gillette Tech Razor, your morning shave is quick, easy, and refreshing. That's because this new razor has four major improvements that make shaving faster and far more comfortable than ever before. One, a solid bar guard smooths the skin ahead of the shaving edge, like a barber does. Two, a non-skin tread prevents razor sidestep, safeguards you from nicks and cuts. Three, a vice-like guard fulcrum holds the blade rigidly, absolutely eliminates edge vibration. And four, slotted construction entirely prevents clogging. You shave in much less time with this new razor. What's more, you get shaves that make your face look and feel its best. Buy the easy shaving Gillette Tech, spell T-E-C-H, with five Gillette Blue Blades from your dealer. If you don't get the best shaves of your life, if you don't honestly agree that this razor is head and shoulders above any other you ever used, take it back and get your money. And now, leaning into the microphone, the fine descriptor of the narration that's about to come, Bob Elson. Bob? Thank you very much, fans. Quickly, here's the lineup now, because the Yankees are out on the field. Well, the Yankees, Presetti short, Red Rolfe at third, Keller in right field, DiMaggio in center field, Bill Dickey catching, Georgie Selkirk in left field, Joe Gordon at second, Dave Dahlgren at first, and Pearson pitching. He's won 12 and lost five. For the fighting Cincinnati Reds, Bill Werber at third, Lonnie Fry at second, Goodman right field, McCormick in first, Lombardi catching, Kraft in center, Berger in left, Myers at short, and the pitcher, Bucky Walters, he's won 27 and lost 11. The umpires, Beans Reardon back of the plate, National League, Summers at first base, American League, Pennelly at second, National League, and McGowan at third, American League. I've had to give you this quickly because the uh, teams are out there in the field, Yankees in their white uniforms with dark blue stockings and dark blue caps. heard the announcers giving the lineup to the people in the stands through the public address system, and now we're all set to go. The Yankees wearing a white uniform, Cincinnati their traveling uniform of gray, with a black cap and a red peak and black and red stocking. Here's the first man to bat, it's Bill Werber, a right-handed hitter, the Cincinnati Red third baseman. This promises to be a grand game with two swell pitchers. The first pitch is a ball, a tying outside to a right-handed hitter. Yankee outfield has swung around a little bit to the left. Third baseman Rolf is playing in close. Presetti at short is playing a deep shortstop. Boys talking up out there in the infield. Here's the pitch. Werber looks at a fastball. It's low and outside. Get yourself all set for a rip-roaring ball game today. This promises to be a honey. As the Cincinnati Reds will carry this battle again to the Yankees here in the Yankee Stadium in the second game of the World Series. Here's the next pitch. Werber looked at one a little bit high. A ball. That's ball three. That's three and nothing. By the way, Pearson has pitched in three consecutive World Series, has pitched a game in each series, and has won each game. Lonnie's getting a sign again from Dickey. The pitch is a slow curve. He caught the corner with it. A strike. It's a nice day here. Lowell Thomas told you it was a little bit hazy, but Sun is trying to break it through, and it's a grand day. A swell crowd. Here's the next pitch. It's a strike. He got a nice fastball in there right around his knees. Monty wasn't taking any chance to break off a curveball there with a three-and-one count. His chief concern was to get that ball in there over the plate. So it's three-and-two now on Werber. Here it is. He swings. There's a pop fly ball behind the pitcher's box. Joe Gordon comes in. He's right under this ball. He has it, and there's one gone. So the first man to bat in the second game of the World Series goes out. After running that count up to three-and-two, Bill Werber popped out to Joe Gordon. One gone. 
Now the next man to come up is little Lonnie Pride. Here's the small little ball player, Pride. He's had a fine year for the Cincinnati Reds, the left-handed batter. Person getting assigned the first pitch, Lonnie looked at the fastball. It's right around his knees, a ball strike. Person stands a little over six feet tall, a rather slender fellow, rather deliberate worker out there on the mound. He has the sign again. Here's the next pitch to Fries. Strike! He caught the outside corner that time. Knee high with a nice one. So it's two strikes on Lonnie Fry. Joe DiMaggio has moved over toward right center field. The outfielders keep moving around as these different hitters come to bat. Here's the next pitch. He started a swing, but he stopped it at the ball. That was a drop that broke low outside to a left-handed hitter. And it's ball one and strike two on Lonnie Fry. Nobody on and one out. We're in the first inning of this second World Series game. Here's the next pitch. Fry took a low curveball inside. Ball two. Ball two and strike two. Rolf at third. Setting at short. Gordon at second. Babe Goldwyn at first. DiMaggio, Selkirk, and Keller in the outfield. Here's the pitch. He swings. There's a foul down the first baseline. Jimmy Wilson, who's coaching at first base for Cincinnati, goes over and grabs that ball, throws it out of play. Manager Bill McKechnie down there to our left, coaching at third. Kirsten is now looking back towards center field. Now he turns around. He has his glove off. Rubs that ball up and into the second base. One out and nobody on here for the Reds. There's a fly ball into right and over to his left. He's under the ball. He had Lonnie moved over easily. Now the Yankees pick that ball around the infield. And comes up their right fielder, Ivan Whitman. Left-handed batter. Mighty good ball here in right field. Powerful arm. Left-handed. Left-handed. That one right down the middle. Makes it ball three. It's strike one on Ivan Whitman. Cincinnati right fielder. Batting with two out and nobody on in the first half of the first inning. Pitch a curveball. He hits a high, up fly ball down the left field line in foul territory. Ralph after it. He caught it. And it retires the tie. Ivel Goodman hit a hot foul fly down the left field line. Red Ball takes that ball down about 65 feet behind third base. Caught it in foul territory about five feet outside the line to retire the tie. So it's no run, no hit. Three up and three down. First half of the first inning, and now Simpson is going out of the field, and here's the way the Reds are lining up. Here's Berger going into left field. Harry Kraft is going into center field. Ivo Goodman in right field. McCormick to first. Lonnie Fry to second. Billy Myers to short, the captain of the Reds. Bill Werber over to third. Lucky Walters, under right-hander, is out there in the mound. He has a grand record this year, 27 and 11. And the catcher, Big Peter Lombard. First man to bat for the Yankees is going to be Frankie Trussetti, their shortstop. Yesterday's game for Cincinnati, McCormick had two of the Cincinnati four hits. Kraft had one and Myers had one. Well, the Yankees, Keller won, DiMaggio won, Dickey won, Gordon won, Dahlgren won, and Ruffing won. Now we're getting all set with the Yankee half of this first inning of the second World Series game. Some of the latecomers are still coming in down here below us. It's a tremendous crowd in the grand day. Now Walters is getting it signed. Here's for setting up the first pitch. Ball, fastball, low inside. Frankie jumps to get out of the way. Here he is right underneath our mutual microphone, right down here below us. Those Reds keep up that constant stream of chatter out there in the infield. Here's the next pitch from Walters. A strike, just as straight as a string. A fastball right around his knees. And the count is one and one. Nobody on and nobody out. The Yankees are batting. It's the last half of the first inning of the second World Series game. There's no score. Here's the next pitch. A strike, another fastball. It's right around his knees. It's called. And you can hear the umpire Beansburg shout all the way up here in our broadcasting booth. Walters goes back and fingers that rod back momentarily. Now he's getting set again. The Cincinnati outfield is playing straight away. The pitch for Sunny swings, bounces a foul. That ball bounced to the right, bounced up and hit for Sunny, rolled out in front of the plate. It's a foul ball. 
Walters picks the ball up and walks back to the mound. Hardy Fletcher is coaching over at third base for New York. He has his tank in the pot right now. He's watching his face. Over to our right is Earl Cole. Walters is getting his time. Here's the next pitch. He swings, and here's a high foul. It's coming back near the screen. Lombardi puts his mask off. He's coming back, but he can't get it. And hit into the screen right down here below us. Can't tell in watching those fouls when they're first hit whether or not a catcher's going to be able to get it. Uh, he couldn't tell either. He thought he had a chance for the ball, so Beezer flipped his mask off. Mask and cap fell out of the ground. He came all the way back here to the wire right down here below us. And the ball hit into the wire. The count is ball one and strike two on Crescetti. Yankee leadoff man who's batting here in the last half of the first inning. Lucky Walters is getting his sign again. Here's the pitch. He swings. There's a pop over the shortstop's head. A hit. The first hit of the ball game. Crescetti hit a little pop-up, a little pop fly ball over Billy Myers' head in the short left field. And it's the first hit of the ball game. So the New York Yankees draw first blood. Next man to bat is their third baseman, Red Rolfe. That is the number one hit made by the Yankees, made by Crescetti. Now Bill Werber, third baseman, moves in a little bit. Here's Red Rolfe up. It may be a sacrifice. Watch it. Short this bat as though he might be going to butt that ball. The third baseman came dashing in, but the pitch was wide for a ball. Yankees have a man on. There's nobody out. It's the last half of the first inning. Lucky Walters getting his sign out there now. Watch it. There's a runner going down and hit and run play. Foul. Hit the ball down the first baseline. The hit and run signal was flashed that time with the runner on first base, Frankie Crescetti, breaking for second and Rolf pulling that ball down the first baseline. It was a bouncing ball outside the bag of foul. So the count is one and one on Red Rolf. Bill Werber drawn in. Left fielder Berger is playing in a very short left field right now. The center fielder and right fielder are playing plenty deep. The pitch, ball, low and outside. Lombardi almost had to go into the dirt for that one. Makes it ball two and strike one for Red Rolf. Yankees have a man on first. Bucky Walters, the right-hander, is on the mound for Cincinnati. Watch that man. He has a big leadoff over there. Here's the pitch. A strike. There's a peg to first. He's back safely. Lombardi fired that ball down to first base to McCormick, trying to pick Rossetti off. But he got back there safely. That was a called strike on Rolf. The count is now 2-2 two and two on red. Next man to come up will be the right fielder, Charlie Keller. Walters getting his sign. Watch Rossetti. He has a pretty good leadoff. Here's the pitch. He swings a bouncing ball to Walters. Back to second base. Out. Back over to first base. Safe. No double play. The play went from Walters to Billy Myers to McCormick. It was out at second. Safe at first. No double play. So there's one out and a man on first base now for the Yankees. And the next man to come up is their right fielder, Charlie Keller. He had one hit in yesterday's game. Joe DiMaggio. 
had one hit in yesterday's game. Bucky Walters pitching very deliberately out there in the mound. Keeps an eye on Keller over on first base. Here's the next pitch to DiMaggio. Fastball against the roller foul down the third baseline. Archie Fletcher picks it up. Gives it to Bill Werber, and Werber roughs the ball up a bit and then throws it back to Bucky Walters. Keller is on first. There's two out. The Yankees are batting in the last half of the first inning, and there is no score in this second World Series game. Now Walters is getting his sign again. Keller has a big lead off. Here's the pitch to Joe. Joe takes a low curve of ball. A little bit too low that time. Big Pizzo Lombardi grabs that ball, steps out three or four feet in front of the plate, does something to Bucky Walters, and then throws him the ball. Since that outfield, Berger in left, Kraft in center, and Goodman and Wright are playing plenty deep and straight away. Keller on first base is edging. There's two out. Watch it. Here it is. Curveball. He hits a long fly ball way back into left field. Left fielder Berger's back. He should get it. He does get it. And it retires the side. Joe DiMaggio gave that ball a ride that time. Deep into left field. And Wally Berger pulled it down. And the totals in the last half of the first inning are no runs and one hit. All right, Red. In baseball, we talk a lot about teamwork. Well, men, teamwork counts for plenty in shaving, too. Razor and blade must be made for each other. Fit perfectly to give you real satisfaction. That's the combination you get when you buy the new Gillette Tech Razor with five genuine Gillette Blue Blades. We pause for station identification. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGN, the voice of the people, Chicago. Left. We're looking straight out across the pitcher out into center field. 
Lombardi batting with a two and two count. One out and nobody on. Reds batting in the first half of the second inning. Here's the pitch. He swings and there's another foul. It's up here to the left. So Pisa Lombardi is distributing souvenirs for the second World Series game to the fans here in the stands at about $1.75 a copy. Sign out there again. Two and two is the count on Lombardi. Here's the next pitcher. He swung at a curveball that time and tipped it foul. Dickey dropped the ball and he gets another swing. Lombardi went around, had a waist-high curveball that time, tipped it foul, and Dickey dropped it, so he gets another swing. It's still two and two. Rossetti, the shortstop, has moved way over to his right. Here's the next pitch. Lombardi swings. There's a fly ball way out into left center field. Delkirk is going over to his left. He caught it on the run in left center field. Caesar Lombardi smashed a long fly ball way back into left center. Selkirk went over fast for that ball and caught it on the run. And there's two gone. That ball was really well hit. Yes, sir. Beezer really hit that ball. Now the next man to come up is their center fielder, Harry Kraft. Kraft batting. He had one hit in yesterday's first game. Starting now with two out and nobody on in the first half of the second. Here's the pitch. A curveball. He got a piece of the ball and fouled it back into the wire. Pearson gets the new baseball from umpire Beans Burden of the National League, who's back at the plate today. Throws the ball out to Pearson. Takes a lot of time. Pearson and uh, Walters are the same type out there in the mound. They're both very deliberate. Here's the next pitch. Fastball outside the high ball. Makes it one and one. Well, you can understand a pitcher being deliberate when you stop and think of the importance of this World Series game. Getting ready, here's the next pitch to Kraft, a swing and a foul back into the net. Ball one and strike two. Frankie Grissetti talks it up out there at shortstop for the Yankees. You can hear him all the way up here. Red Roth at third, Joe Gordon at second, Babe Dahlgren at first. That's the Yankee inner defense. Pearson starts to wind up again. Here's the next pitch to Kraft. A swing and a high foul. It's going to the left. Dickey coming back, but can't get to it. It goes into the lower box seat section. And the count is still ball one and strike two on the Cincinnati center fielder, Harry Kraft. Pearson has his glove tucked under his right arm. Now he's turning around, facing the batter again. Puts that glove on his hand. Juggles that ball around in his glove a few times. Now he starts to wind up. Here's the next pitch to Kraft. Kraft takes an inside pitch in close at the knee for a ball. Makes it two and two. Ball two and strike two on Kraft. Two out and nobody on. Reds are batting in the first half of the second. Pearson's getting a sign again. Here's the next pitch. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. That was a slow curveball right around his knees. Kraft went for that ball and missed. He struck him out. And that's the end of the first half of the second inning. says, give me a Gillette Blue Blade and a Gillette Tech Razor for real shaving comfort. Other men can experiment all they please, but I'm staying. And you'll say the same thing the first time you shave with the new Gillette Tech. For money, positively can't buy a sweeter shaving razor than this. Get one from your dealer today. Get one from your dealer today for only 49 cents. If you don't agree with Jolting Joe, if you don't say that the Gillette Tech the Gillette Tech Razor with the Gillette Blue Blade make the easiest shaving combination you ever used. Your dealer will refund every cent you pay. All right, Bob, the last of the second. Going into the last half of the second inning of this World Series game, fans. So far, there's been one hit in the ball game. It was made by Crescetti of the Yankees. There is no score. Both pitchers doing a grand job and both teams fighting hard. Now the first man to bat for the Yankees is their catcher, Bill Dickey, who's hit one yesterday's game. Dickey, who's hit one yesterday's game. 
base. That fooled Bill completely. Walks out of the batter's box. Two strikes on Dickey. Walters came through with a beautiful curveball right across Dickey's waist, and it's two and nothing on Bill. Nobody on, nobody out. Last half of the second, no score. Now the wind-up, here's the next pitch. A fastball, he struck him out right around his knees. Bill Dickey is called out on strikes. Walters came through with a fastball right in around Bill's knees. It caught the inside corner, and he struck him out. Called out on strikes. Bill doesn't say a word. He just walks back to that Yankee dugout and crosses that bat away. Here's the left fielder, Georgie Selkirk. Selkirk batting left-handed. Went hitless in the first. Went hitless in the first game yesterday. The first pitch is rolling inside a ball. Ball one. Since that outfield has swung around a little bit more to the right now for Selkirk. Ballers is getting a sign out there again. Here's the next pitch. A swing and a miss. He went for a curveball around his knees. And you should have seen Selkirk go for that curveball. Sounded almost swung him. by Walter and strike one on Selkirk. Half of the second inning. Now the wind-up. Here's the next ball out over second base at a short center. Crap. He's going to second base. Here's the take it to base on a perfect play. Myers and Selkirk. A tip was out on a very close play. Series so far. That was a Texas League single into short center field and Selkirk on his toes tried to stretch it into a double and was out when Kraft made a perfect peg to Billy Myers at second base. So there's two gone. If you're keeping a scorecard, be sure to credit Selkirk with a single. Of the World Series team. Now the next man to come up is the Yankee second baseman, Joe Gordon. Here now the wind up, and here's the first pitch. It's a swing and a fly ball. Left is under the ball. It's very high. He's still waiting. He caught it, and it retires the side. Backed up for a very high fly in the deep center field. It was caught by Harry Craig. Well, with fans, we saw a very thrilling play in that inning. Pitch a single into a double. Fast grabbed that ball and made a perfect pitch. Really playing, hustling, heads up, ball nine, World Series. Game of two innings so far. The fans that have seen all that we've seen so far have already had plenty of... Now the Yankees are out there on the field, getting in his field practice pitches. As we go into the... There is no score on either side. Gordon out there, the Yankees' famous keystone combination. Speaking of combinations, man, remember Blazer and that Gillette Blue Bay. Try it tomorrow morning. First man to bat for Selkirk. 
Neither pitcher is given a base on balls. Walters has one strikeout. He struck out Dickey. Pearson has two strikeouts. He struck out Kraft, and he struck out Myers. Cincinnati's going out on the field now, and the first man to bat for the Yankees in the last half of the third inning is going to be their big first baseman, Dave Dalton. Lucky Walters out there getting in a few pitchers to Beasel Lombardi as the Reds get set around the infield. Billy Werber is just picking up a ball now, trying a long throw across the infield to McCormick. Shortstop Billy Myers is standing right near the bag, talking to Lonnie Fry, who's standing right on the bag. There he took a throw, tosses it to Myers. Myers flips it over to Werber. Werber back to the pitcher, and we're all set to go. The outfield playing straight away and deep. Berger in left field, Kraft in center field, and Goodman in right field. No score. We're starting the last half of the third inning of this second game of the World Series. Here's Babe Dahlgren up. He came through with a powerful hit yesterday. That double that drove in a run. Here's the first pitch to Babe. A swing and a long fly ball back into left field. It may go for a hit. It is a hit. Out there against the fence. It bounces in, and it's a two-base hit. Babe Dahlgren starts the last half of the third inning with a two-base hit. The ball went between Berger and the left field line and bounced into the lower box seats. And according to the ground rules, that is an automatic two-base hit. If a ball goes in there on the fly, it's a home run. So that's three hits now. First extra base hit of the game, and now the pitcher Pearson is coming up with a man on second base and nobody out. So far, the Yankees have averaged a hit an inning. Bill Werber comes over to talk to Walters. Bill's playing in close. He's expecting a sacrifice. McCormick at first base is ready to dash in. Watch this play now. Here it is. That bump down the third baseline. Pitcher picking the ball up. The play is to first. He's out. A sacrifice by Pearson. The bump down the third baseline between the pitcher's box and the third baseline. Walters came over fast, grabbed the ball, saw that he had no play at third, fired the ball over to first base where Lonnie Fry had shifted over to cover on that sacrifice. So it puts a man on third base with one out for the Yankees in the last half of the third. Now the Cincinnati infield is drawn in with a Cincinnati infield is drawn in with a possible play in view here at the plate. And here is Persetti up. Persetti single the first time up. Now Walters getting inside. Here's the pitch. He swings and misses a curveball right across his waist. One strike on Persetti. Cincinnati infield drawn in. Ball game in the last half of the third. There's one out, remember? Walters bearing down now to get out of this spot. Here's the pitch. Fastball on outside. A ball makes it one and one. Bill Werber, Billy Myers, Lonnie Fry, and Frank McCormick are all in at the edge of the grass. Boys playing in closer now. The play, of course, will be in case of an infield tap to try to cut off this man at the plate. One gone, and the Yankees are batting in the last half of the third. Setting here in the batter's box right down below us. Walters getting a sign. Here's the pitch. Fastball. He hits a ground ball to the shortstop. Fumbled the ball. The runner scoring. The take the first. He's out. Close play at first. Myers fumbled that ball. He didn't have a play at the plate anyway. He picked that ball up and got the batter at first base on a very close play. Myers to McCormick. The man on third base tore for the plate with a crack of the bat against the ball. Myers, even had he picked that ball up cleanly, could not have caught him off of the plate. He had to go to his right for the ball. He knocked it down, picked it up, and got his man at first. So the Yankees lead now by a score of one to nothing. Here's Rolf up. First pitch of fastball right around his knees. It's a call strike. Here's the next pitch, and there's a pop fly ball in the short right center. It's dropping for a hit. Rolf rounding first. Goes up now. He went around first base, too, and ran third of the way down to second and then beat it back when the right fielder Goodman got that ball back into the infield fast. That's four hits in the ball game. That was a hit right over the second baseman's head in the short right center field and it was hit by Rolf. That, by the way, is Red's first hit of the series. 
next man to come up is the right fielder, Charlie Keller. First pitch to Keller. He hits a high, short fly down the left field line. Berger coming over fast. Maybe fair, maybe foul. It's... He dropped the ball. And here's a run coming around third base and scoring. It's a two-base hit. Scores another run. And Keller pulls up at second. Berger came all the way over to the left field line for that ball. Made a gallant try for the ball, but couldn't get it. He touched the ball with his glove and dropped it. And I feel sure that the official score will call that a two-base hit. We'll get word now from the official score, but I'm sure it'll be called a two-base hit because Berger had to run almost a half a block for that ball. Actually, with two out, Rolf on first base just kept right on running. The score now is two to nothing in favor of the Yankees. Keller out on second base and Fajo up. That's five hits. Here's the pitch. Joe swings a bouncing ball down the third baseline. Walter's going to his right. Grabs the ball. No play. It's a hit. is a two-base hit. That is official now from the official scorer. Keller's low fly ball, or fly ball, down the left field line that dropped just about two feet inside the line, for which Berger had to run about a half a block. He had scored as a two-base hit. Maggio just did a slow roll all the way over to the line for the ball. Picked it up. There was a man on first and a man on third. Man on first, a man on third. Here's Dickie. Nothing now in the last half of the third. There's two on. He's hit into right field and scoring another run. Way to third to throw in. Deuce on third. First, a man on third. The next man to come up is Selkirk. Crack that hit into right field is on first. The score now is... Nine. Here's the next pitch to Selkirk. It's a slow curve. It's low and outside. Bucky Walters takes his time, goes back, picks up the rod. Encouragement to him. Billy Myers, Lonnie Fry, Bill Werber all talking up out there in the infield. Here's the next pitch to Selkirk. It's a strike over the inside corner. A fastball. Called on George. And it's one and one. Two out. Maggio on third, Dickey on first. Walters takes a lot of time out there, getting all set again. Three runs have scored for the Yankees in the last half of the third inning. Walters, a right-hander, getting his sign again, keeps an eye on those base runners. Here's the next pitch, a slow ball, he cracks the ground ball to Fry, Fry's up with it, there's the fake to first, he's out, and it retires the side. Two men are left on the bases. In the last half of the third inning, the Yankees scored three runs. The Yankees scored three runs on one, two, hits. In the second game of the World Series, the Yankees three. Well, today's game has just wait till you shave with just wait till you shave with time. You'll get the thrill of shaving comfort and satisfaction. You've never experienced comfort and satisfaction. This is their turn now in the first half of the fourth inning are trailing by three runs. The Yankees jumped on Bucky Walters in the last half of the third for three runs on five hits. We're still in an early stage of this ball game, and the Reds still have a good chance to come back. First man to bat for Cincinnati is going to be their third baseman, Billy Werber. Popped out the first time up. Stepping up now in the first half of the fourth inning. Nobody on and nobody out. Here's Bill Werber in the batter's box to face Monty Pearson. Pearson's getting his sign. Here's the first pitch. Weber swings. There's a foul back into the net. One strike. Brad Roth is playing in close at third. Cressetti playing a deep short. The outfield is not playing very deep here for Weber. So far, the Yankees have made seven hits. Cincinnati has made none. Pearson takes a lot of time working carefully out there on the mound. Here's the next pitch. It's a fastball right around his knees. A call strike. And it's two strikes on Billy Weber. 
jostling third baseman of the Cincinnati Reds. Pitcher gets ready out there again. Here's the next pitch. It's a fastball outside, right above the knees. Makes it ball one and strike two. One and two for Billy Werber. Pitcher's all ready again. Here's the next pitch. Ball on outside. Makes it two and two. Jimmy Wilson coaching at first. Bill McKechnie coaching at third for Cincinnati. Walk it up down there and pull for Bill Werber to get a rally started here for the Reds in this first half of the fourth. Lonnie Pearson starts to wind up again. Here's the next pitch. It's a ball outside, waist high. Billy Werber stands right up there, looks him over. Pearson had two strikes in this boy, and now he's run the count up to three and two as Werber, not to be fooled, really looks him over. Pearson has the sign again. Here's the next pitch to Werber. It's a ball too high. Walked in. There's the first walk of the ball game. Base on balls given by Pearson to Werber. Starts the first half of the fourth. That incidentally is the first Cincinnati runner to reach first. Now the next man to come up is the second baseman, Lonnie Fry. Man on first base and Fry up. Pitcher looks around, keeps an eye on that man on first base. Bill has a short lead off. Here's the pitch to Fry. It's a strike call right across his waist. Third baseman Rolf is playing in close, although it doesn't seem likely that we'll get a sacrifice in this spot because Cincinnati has to play for a cluster because they're three runs behind. Man on first base, Lonnie Fry batting. Person getting assigned the pitch. Ball inside and high. And Fry backed all the way out of the batter's box. It's one and one on Lonnie Fry. And on first for the Reds. Nobody out in the first half of the fourth inning. The score is three to nothing in favor of New York. Pearson has the sign again. Here's the next pitch to Price. Ball outside, knee high. Monty, another boy up there with a good eye. Really looks him over. Pearson started this fourth inning by giving a base on balls. The first walk of the day to Bill Werber. He's pitching out of Fry. Here's the next pitch. It's a ball outside again. Outside and high. Ball three. Dickey steps out in front of the plate and says something to Monty. Throws him the ball. Now he comes back in there. Crouches behind the batter. Lonnie Fry, second baseman of the Reds. Bill Werber over there on first base, content with a very short lead. The Reds aren't taking any chances. Gets ready again. Here's the pitch. Strike. He caught the outside corner. Knee high. Lonnie Pearson threw a fastball over the outside corner. Knee high. And it's a call strike on Lonnie Fry. All three. Strike two. Man on first. Watch him now. He may go with this next pitch. There he goes. Here it is. He struck him out. There's the fight to second. He's out. The batter Lonnie Fry struck out. And Werber going to second base was out. So there's two gone now for Cincinnati in the first half of the fourth. A curve to a curveball right across Lonnie Fry's waist. Lonnie took a cut at that ball but missed. He struck out. The runner going to second base was out on the perfect peg. Bill Dickey to Frankie Crescetti. Two gone. That's three strikeouts now for Pearson. Waters has one. Waters is given no walks, and Pearson is given one. Here's the Cincinnati right fielder, Ivo Goodman, up. First pitch to Goodman is a ball, a little bit outside, waist high. We're in the fourth inning of the second game of the World Series. Pearson and Waters are the pitchers. The Yankees lead three to nothing. Next pitch is a strike, right across his knees, right over the outside corner. So it's one and one on Goodman. Outfield is swung around to the right. DiMaggio is playing way over there in right center. Right fielder Keller is playing plenty deep for Goodman. Next pitch is a slow curve. It's right around his knee. The call strike. And it's ball one and strike two for Goodman. One and two for the red right fielder. 
There's a curveball. He struck him out. Curveball right around his shoulders. Goodman went for that ball and struck out, and it retires the side. That's two strikeouts now in the first half of the fourth, and that is the end of the first half of the fourth inning. Here's a telegram from William Justerberg's drugstore, Vincennes, Indiana. Quote, our stock Gillette Tech Razor sold out two hours after yesterday's series broadcast. This is fastest-selling, sweetest-shaving razor we ever had in our store. Unquote. Men, learn why one dealer after another is sending us wires like this. Try the new Gillette Tech Razor on sale everywhere with five genuine Gillette Blue Blades for only 49 cents. It has four major improvements that make shaving far quicker and easier than ever before. Into the last of the fourth inning with Bob Elson. The pitcher Bucky Walters is out there on the mound getting in a few practice throws. The Yankees lead 3 to nothing in the second World Series game, but don't count these fighting Reds out. They'll be in this battle. Give, give these Yankees plenty battle all the way through. Remember, they opened the third game of the World Series in their own ballpark in Cincinnati on Saturday. Now Walters is ready to pitch to Joe Gordon. The first man up in the last half of the fourth, and the pitch is very high. It's over Joe's head for a ball. Ball one. Gordon's second appearance at the plate today. The first time up, he hit a fly ball to center field. Walters getting a sign out there now. Here's the next pitch. It's a ball inside. A fastball very high. Away. Makes it ball two. Nobody on and nobody off. The Yankees are batting in the last half of the fourth. Walters stands there on the pitching rubber getting a sign from Lombardi. Next pitch, he hits a high foul up over the roof. The left, back at third base. Ball two and strike one on Gordon. Reds talking up out there in the infield. Werber, Billy Myers, Lonnie Fry, Frank McCormick. Pitcher has his sign out there again. Here's the next pitch now. It's a swing and a bouncing ball to Werber. Werber's up on the ball. There's the peg across the infield. He's out. Fast play. Bill Werber to the first baseman McCormick. Werber went to his left with that ball and cut in front of the shortstop Myers. Grab that ball and throw him up. Now the Yankee first baseman, Dave Dahlgren, gets the hand as he comes up. Dahlgren, you remember, started the rally in the third inning with a double down the left field line. Here's Babe stepping into the batter's box. He's had two hits in the series so far. They hit in the first game and hit in the second. Ballers is getting ready. Here's the first pitch. It's a ball inside close to a right-handed hitter. Dahlgren backs all the way out of the batter's box. Cincinnati outfield playing deep and straight away. Here's the next pitch to Dahlgren. Dahlgren swings and misses a curveball around his knees. Ducky pulled him on that curve. Quite a bit of speed on that ball. Count is one and one on Dahlgren. One out and nobody on in the last half of the fourth. Here's the next pitch to Babe. He hits a long high fly. Way back into left field. Wally Berger's backing up near the fence. Back, back, back. It's a home run. Over the left field fence. Babe Dahlgren just did a home run over the left field fence. Here he comes around third. He's jogging down the third baseline. And to Babe Dahlgren goes the honor of hitting the first home run in the 1939 World Series. Well, that certainly made a hit with all the Yankee partisans out here. Remember that swell Gillette Tech Razor will make a real hit with you. Will make a real hit with you. Your Pearson coming up. The score now is 4 to nothing in favor of the Yankees on Babe Dahlgren's home run. Here's Pearson up. First pitch he swings at and misses a strike. A slow curve right around his knee. Pearson went for that ball and struck. Two out and nobody on. One run in. Here's the next 
Here's the leadoff man, Frank Sign. Here's the pitch. It's swing and the roller release play. Lombardi's a McCormick. Setting his little roller right out in front of the play. Body called for that fast, but big piece of lump and fired it over the fast, but big piece of hit in the last half of the one hit. Between the New York Yankees and the Cincinnati Reds, the Yankees going on to the field and the score, four to nothing. In favor of New York, they scored three runs in the third and one run in the fourth. Now the Reds are coming to bat for their turn in the first half of the fifth inning, and their great first baseman, Frank McCormick, is going to be the first man up. So far, the Yankees have made eight hits in the ball game. Cincinnati has made no hits. We repeat these things for the benefit of the fans over the nation who might be tuning in late. The score is four to nothing in favor of New York as the Reds come to bat for their turn in the first half of the fifth. Pitchers, Kirsten, a right-hander, and Walters, a right-hander. Well, here's Frank McCormick up there in the batter's box now to see what he can do about getting a rally started here for Cincinnati as we start the first half of the fifth. Kirsten pulls his cap down firmly on his head, gets all set. Now the wind-up, and here's the first pitch to McCormick. It's a ball, low and outside. First time up, Frank hit a fly ball to Joe DiMaggio in center field. Pitcher has a sign out there again. He's already here's the next pitch. A foul up over our heads here, up into the upper deck of the stands. And it's one and one for McCormick. McCormick. Kirsten has a sign out there now. Here's the next pitch. A slow curve right around his knees. It's a call strike on Frank. That was really an awfully nice pitch. Right in around the knees. Makes it ball one and strike two. Kirsten's already out there again. Here's the next pitch. He struck him out. A curveball right around his knees. McCormick went for a slow curve around his knees and struck out. That's five strikeouts for Pearson. Now the next batter is the catcher, Lombardi. First time up, Lombardi hit a fly ball to the left fielder, Georgie Selkirk. Pearson's getting his sign. Wind up on the first pitch. Lombardi looks at the fastball very wide, knee high for a ball. Ball one. Selkirk in left, DiMaggio in center, Keller in right. Rolf, Rossetti, Gordon, and Dahlgren around the Yankee infield. Fastball right across his waist. The strike call makes it one and one on Beezer. Big Beezer Lombardi batting for Cincinnati in the first half of the fifth with one out and nobody on. Monty Pearson getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch. He swings and here's a foul right below our boot down here. Ball one and strike two on Lombardi. Drive. Person takes his time looking around the infield, checking up on his defense. Everybody in place. He's already out there again. Now the windup. Here's the next pitch. He swings. There's a ground ball to Pearson. Pearson has the ball. There's the fake to first. He's out. Pearson to Dahlgren for the second out. Yankees peg it around. Now the next batter is the Cincinnati center fielder, Harry Kraft, who struck out the first. Here's Kraft up. Pearson getting a sign from Bill Dickey. Two out and nobody on in the first half of the fifth. Here's the pitch. He swings at a slow curve and misses. Pearson has that slow, tantalizing curveball breaking beautifully out there today. Crosses it up with a fast curve. Nice change of pace. Low fastball. Keeps that fastball low. Swing and a miss. That same slow curve. Harry Kraft went all the way around trying to get that ball to ride. Perhaps through there, through your radio, you could hear that ooh from the crowd as Kraft swung. Next pitch to Kraft at the ball. A fastball high makes it ball one and strike two. Nobody on for the Reds. 
two out in the first half of the fifth inning of the second game of the 1939 World Series. Two right-handers, Pearson and Walters pitching. Here's the next pitch. Ball outside. That was a side-arm fastball that was way outside to a right-handed hitter, Harry Kraft. Kraft pulls his cap down firmly on his head, waves that bat around. Pearson's getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch. Slow curve, but too low. Kraft watched it go by. It's a ball. Beans Reardon, who's back at the plate, went right down on his knees to watch that ball come in. It's ball three and strike two on Kraft. Pearson's getting ready again. Here's the next pitch. He struck him out. A curveball right around his waist. A lot of speed on that one. And Pearson struck him out. Not his sixth strikeout of the day. Kraft struck out for the second time. And that's the end of the first half of the fifth inning of this ball game. The second game of the World Series between the Cincinnati Reds and the New York Yankees. This is Bob Elson, who's had the pleasure of bringing you the first half of the ball game today. Now for the second half of the ball game, here's my colleague Red Barber, who's all set to do a swell job for you for the last half of the game. All right, Red, come in. Thank you very much, Bob, and I just hope that my work matches that of yours on the first half of this afternoon's ball game, which sees the Yankees right now out in front, four to nothing. I'm afraid that there's going to be a recommendation made among the major leagues, judging from the work of roughing yesterday afternoon and Pearson this afternoon, that uh, ball clubs coming into the World Series should have their number one and two pitchers come up with September sore arms, or maybe even extend the sore arms just a little bit farther back in September. Pearson has only allowed one man to get on a base on ball, then a DP jumped up. Now, here is Red Roth, first up, last of the fifth, and the crowd takes a call strike as Bucky Walters knuckles that hard one over the outside slice, waist high. It's 4 nothing in favor of the world champions. The outfield is slightly toward right on Roth. There's a bounding ball to the right side of slow, and Fry up with it, throws to McCormick in time by two steps, and Roth is out. Fry having to come a long way over toward his left, over toward his gloved hand. One up and one down for the Yankees. 4-3 in case you're scoring, second or first, last of the fifth. Getting in now is Charlie Keller, who has two extra base hits so far in the series. He seems to be the charm life, bouncing extra base hits off of outfielders' gloves. The one off Goodman's yesterday and off Burgers today. Keller in a crouch, batting left-handed. Swing, there's a high foul back into the stands behind third for strike one. One out, nobody on. Four nothing, favor of the Yankees. New ball put in play by way of work with the third base, who rubs it, flips it over to Walters, who wasn't satisfied with that. Stands back in the mound now. Blonde, slender, bow-legged right-hander, converted from a third baseman several years ago. Put up over his head once. Now pitches. A sharp curve low under the knees. One ball, one, ball, one strike. Keller has one for two this afternoon. He has two hits so far. Out of six trips up in the series. Swings as a line drive. Hit into left field for a solid base hit. Berger takes it on one big bound, throws it to second, and Keller's content with the single and holds it first base. And there is Keller's third hit. Person that wasn't an extra base hit, and it's a person that wasn't bounced off of an outfielder's glove. Sharp single into left for his second straight hit. That is hit number nine off Walters. And now left-handers Grissman, Shopman, and Cincinnati's bullpen back to right center field get up and start working. That takes a curve through there. Call strike one. The defense, the outfield, way around defense, the outfield, way around it. Myers is a step in for it. Myers is a step in. Gets it right back to Wallace, who whirls, throws to Myers. Gets it right back to Wallace, who whirls, throws to Myers. Play. Left Durant put on the Yankees this afternoon. And that second base who threw on to first base to McCormick. Thus the double play was completed. The first the Reds have come up with this afternoon. No runs, one hit, and nobody left for the Yankees. 
Lonnie Fry says, the Gillette Tech Razor made a big hit with me right from the start. This is the easiest shaving razor I ever used, bar none. It whisks off my tough beard just of the second World Series game. We'll pause now for station identification. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is Dublin, Chicago. First step for the Reds, followed by Billy Myers, and then, and apparently it is to be Wallace who's taken after Keller's sharp single in the left field. Wally Berger, looking for a One. Ball one. Two waiting. A superlative so far, just a perfect ball game. Placed on the back to the mound, the throws to Preston Berger is out. Wally Berger threw away from an inside pitch and had him tied in, go right back to Pearson. And Pearson has faced 16 men to get it down. To start the sixth. I consider inning a fastball, and it's about else inning a fastball. Pitch is fast one right through there. Pearson so far this afternoon has kept those bases just as clean of runners as your Gillette Tech Razor will keep you a face free of stubble. There's a bounding ball right back to Pearson. It's an easy chance. The throws to first, pitch it at first, and that's all for Walters. And it was nothing across for the Reds in the top of the sixth inning. And Pearson continues to go his amazing way. And his ball. You know, yesterday we asked you fans to wire us your opinions of the sensational new Gillette Tech Razor and this World Series broadcast. Well, from faraway places throughout the world, telegrams and wireless messages have flashed in like this radiogram from the USS Trenton. Congratulations from the crew of the USS Trenton at Lisbon, Portugal, on the way you handled the first game of the World Series, swell game, fine reception. And from Joseph Pondexter, governor of Hawaii, thanks to Gillette and hello to baseball fans all over the world. One telegram after another brings word of high praise. Your baseball broadcast is swell, and so is your new Gillette Tech Razor. Delman D. Jones, Chicago. I couldn't get by without my new Gillette Tech Razor. Matt Gallup, Newark. My men all use Gillette blades with satisfaction. Charles J. Kishka, manager of a Baltimore softball team. I've always been enjoying a clean shave every morning with the Tech Razor and Gillette Blue Blade. And can certainly recommend Gillette 1,000%. But Keeley, New York, that's the way they go, and no wonder. The Gillette Tech, spelled T-E-C-H, is brand new and revolutionary in design. All right, Red Barber. Mel Dickey, first up, last of the six, takes the first pitch of sharp curve above the knees and calls strike one. Waters over his head, comes back. Dickey swings as a trickle foul on the ground back of first base. Earl Coombs in the coach's box, knocks it down, throws it right back to Waters. Nothing in two to Dickey. Just one for two this afternoon. A sharp single that drove in a run in the third inning. The Yankees went ahead with a three-run bunch. Five hits in there, too. Waters throws. Dickey swings as a long drive in the right. Back goes Goodman away back and throws it down right back against the stands with the small of his back against the concrete rail in front of the lower right field stands. Goodman makes the catch and Dickey's long line drive is snared for off number one. The last of the sixth. Joyce Selkirk has one for two. Left hand hitter. Where's number three on the small of his back? Slightly open stance. Now deal around toward right. Comes down. Selkirk takes a fast one right through there. Calls strike one. The umpiring in the World Series is always of a high standard. But I can't recall any finer umpiring ever than the umpiring we've seen so far in this 1939 classic. The pitch is a change of pace that hits the ground in front of the plate and bounds up. Of course, a ball. Plate umpire beans ridden. Immediately calls for it, examines it, see if it's all right. Leaves it in play. Lombardi returns. The umpires are ridden. Back of the plate. Summers, first base, Benelli, second, McCallion, is at third. National League umpires through the middle, the American League umpires first and third. 
Ball is pitched to Selkirk. George swings. It's a change of pace. Foul. Out and nine right field into the lower deck. Got to hold it. Who's getting on ahead of it? We're just delighted to know that you folks are enjoying the broadcast. Broadcasts which are on three shortwave stations, sending, of course, the broadcast all over the world on 245 radio stations. We also know that you'll enjoy shaving the Gillette Blue Blade. Selkirk takes a pass one up there around the fingers. Now two and two. Ball two strikes. One out, nobody on for the Yankees. Last of the sixth. Four to nothing. They were in New York. They're playing in their own Bronx backyard. Ballers of the invading Reds from the National League throws. Selkirk swings as another long foul out into the lower right field stands. And it's still two and two. Selkirk is having a lot of fun, should we say, on the practice team with these last two swings. Maybe this is the one that's going to be for keeps. Out of bounds without some of the strokes. And toward right, right side of the infield back wall. pitches, Selkirk swinging, fouls this one straight back onto the netting. This is the first of Selkirk's fouls that uh, New York Club will be able to get the ball back. This one hit the netting and, of course, can be retrieved. Lombardi walks out to the mound to have a little conference now with the Waters. Out of shortstop, leans down, pulls a little play out from his spikes. Frank McCormick, that's one good of bash to be back in the Bronx playing ball, talking up behind first ball, is pitched to Selkirk. Strike three called, a sharp curve over the inside, just looked across from the hands. Selkirk turns and rather slowly walks out. That is the third strikeout for Bucky Walters. It is the ninth strikeout of Walters, and Selkirk kicks a little bit to play umpire win. This is the first time that an umpire's decision on a pitch or a play has been questioned for one second. Selkirk still saying something back over his shoulder. Now he's in full swinging stride, walking back in toward the dugout. Stepping in, take his turn, is Joe Gordon. Going over two this afternoon, getting right-handed. Defense swings around toward left. Myers at short steps about four paces over toward third. Leans back toward second to see the sign that Lombardi's putting on for Wallace. Lombardi stands erect, now crouches, swings and misses. Wallace throwing that hard knuckler down low over the outside corner. Nothing in one. Two out. Nobody on. Cincinnati nothing. New York four. Second game of the series. Wallace pitches. There's another knuckle, and this one is way wide and out of control. Ball one. Hard pitcher. Back of third. Veracruz back of first. Cincinnati gets Wallace and Lamar in the batter. In the infield is McCormick, Fry, Myers, and Werber. Yep. The pitch is foul back into the stands. Just as we started to give the outfield, so we'll give it to you now. Berger in left. One ball, two strikes. Joe Gordon up there hitting, getting back in after stepping back to dust off his hands. Gordon looks down. Very poker-faced. Throws. A sharp curve is beaten into the ground foul. Count road, one and two. The big news of this ball game this afternoon is Marty Pearson. And what he has done. throws, low outside curve for ball two. Body going down into his right to hold it up. 2-2. Two, two. two out. Base is empty. Walsh in the Yankee second baseman. Ross Bucky pitches. A fastball that gets way on the outside. Lombardi grabs hard with his bare right hand and just barely ticks it and the ball goes all the way back to the stands. Of course,
course, it's neither a wire fix nor a pass ball, as you do not have either one of those battery errors unless there is someone on base to advance and thereby profit. So it's just ball three. Three two. Down comes the full pitch. It's swung on and missed. For strike three and the fourth strikeout. Lucky Walters and the tenth strikeout of the ball game. And this is the first time, this is the first time that the Yankees have gone down with nothing across so far in six innings. Because the Yankees, even though they didn't score in the first, second, and fifth innings, got a base hit. But in the last of the sixth, it was one, two, three, and out of there. At the end of six full innings, four runs, nine hits, and no errors for the Yankees. For the Reds, not a run, and not a hit of Marty Pearson. There has been one red leg to reach first base. Billy Werber, who's been taking this afternoon, yesterday he was hitting at the first good pitch that came in. Werber, who's been taking today, ran the count to 3-2 and then got ball four in the fourth inning, the first man up. Ronnie Pryor, right in back of him, ran the count to 3-2 likewise. But Werber went down on the 3-2 pitch, Pryor swung and missed, and the double play for the Yankees as Werber was cut down at second base. Bill Dickey to Frank Rossetti. So he counts. The 18 out. The only run to get on, and that was just on the DT, the double play. Second official try in this pair. And that feels way around foot left. That feels way around foot left. Sharp one just over the inside. Sharp one just over the elbow. Dickie's handed him. Jimmy Wilson pushing back at first. On the outside, the knees, and it's Pearson, Slender, I don't command this play. Thank you. 
leading star of the 1939 Fall Classic to be first up, followed by Pitcher Pearson, and then by Frank Presetti. Nordgren has two for two this afternoon, a double and a home run. And his double started things happening. When he hit it, it was a nothing-nothing ball game. And a couple of moments thereafter, three runs were in, then into the Yankee hopper. Then in the fourth, he hit what now stands as the only four master of the series. A home run drilled well out into the tough section here at New York, which is the long field left field. Yesterday afternoon, it was Dargan who drove in the first of the Yankee two runs with a double. So he has three for five, two doubles and the home run, which means he's hitting 600 so far. He's driven in two runs, one yesterday and one today, more than any other of his teammates. Not a 
First up for the Yankees, Red Rock. Left hand hitter. Right hand to Bucky Wallace throws. Rock takes high. 4-1. The refreshing having to reach. Up above his left shoulder. High outside. 4-0 in favor of the Yankees. Upfield slightly toward right. Wallace pitches. On the outside again. Waist high. Ball two. Bucky wipes at the perspiration. Let's call it. Billy Werber. Drop up there. Threat to push one down. On the inside grass by third. The two-nothing pitch is over for call strike one and just above the knees. Roth was taken. After Roth will come Keller, then DiMaggio. Wallace pitches, Roth swing. There's a high foul back of third over pretty close to the stands. Werber's going over against the stands. Now leans in, and he can't quite get it. It's two rows of seats back. One row, he might have stepped. It's just a strike. Now 2-2. Two, two. Never still, always answering, moving around. Pumps the sign. Rob stands there, swinging that shillelagh back and forth. His ball is over his head and down. Low inside for ball three. At the knees, Rob having to suddenly get stiff legged and pull himself back. Three two.
that's cold-bloodedly efficient. Nothing spectacular, just like an almost inhuman machine. I'm guessing the right-hander. Freddy, Dickie goes down and scratch back to the plate. Yankee infield of Darwin. The offense is star of the series so far. Gordon at second, Rosetti at short, and Ralph at third is straight away. Billy Myers on the ground, 0 for 2. Takes the first pitch for a strike. Pass the board right through there. Lee Campbell swinging a couple of wall clubs on deck. Get through the outfield left hand hitter. Finally up there to bat for Wallace. Jensen comes down overhand. High outside curve. One and one. The outfield is Selkirk in left. Seems to be poised to go over toward the line. DiMaggio is in left center at the moment. Seems to be coming the same way. Kellen right. Myers takes a curve. It just missed outside. The ball to Billy started to go in on that. Then says, uh-huh. Think I'll take it. Two and one. First man up in the ninth. Thing can happen in baseball, World Series or otherwise, and let's see. The pitch is swung on, hit right back to Pearson, and what's going to happen now is an out. Pitch to the first, and there it is. Pearson to Dahlgren. Lee Campbell is definitely to hit for Bucky Waters. One up, one down. Myers thrown out. Pearson to Dahlgren. Pitch to the first. Campbell making a first appearance now in any World Series. Left hand for that toss, and takes a strike. Pearson coming right through the ends. Bucky Walters is through. Lee Campbell has been hitting for it. Pearson throws. Campbell swinging, calls it straight back. Right through. Lee backs out of there. Up to pinch hit. First they had two strikes gotten on him. One out.
then that big jug. A man found him. One and two. Four. And six. the spikes underneath his right shoe on which is plate. Looks like over his left shoulder at first. Knock him down out of his stretch. Pauses. Throws. Fire swings. Gets it down to deep short. Crusades up with it. Throws over to Gordon. Gordon steps on second. And the out of the ball game. Fourth play at second base. Crusades to Gordon.
Let's just take a look over this uh, for the benefit of those of you who might have tuned in late in the ballgame and just point out the hits that were made in the ballgame and where the scoring occurred. Well, the Yankees, in the first inning, there was one hit. That was made by Cressetti. There was no trouble on it. There was a single by Cressetti, then there was a force out, another force out, and they fly ball to the outfield. In the second inning, after one out, after Bill Dickey had struck out, Selkirk singled. There was no further harm in the inning because uh, Gordon went out right after that, and there was a double play. No runs and one hit. In the third inning, Babe Dolbins... In the third inning, Babe Dolbins... With a man on the ball down, couldn't make a play at the plate, and what proved to be the followed by a hit by Maggio and a hit by inning were three runs inning after the first one. He's made the first home run of the series. He had to hit that ball off, but it was a real long drop. And it went back into about the fielder wall, leaped up into the eighth or ninth row, I believe, it was right away from the plate. From the player of the Yankees at spinning, one two inning. Catch up, Billy Myers. So so walk in the ball game, and that walk was issued by Pearson to Werber in the fourth inning for the only walk of the game. Uh, all in all, it was a fairly exciting ball game to watch. Didn't you think so, Red? Even though the uh, scoring was uh, all one-sided here today, the Reds have been close enough in each one of these games, so the thing could have gone either way, didn't you think? Well, Bob, it was a great ball game because baseball always gives you the double-edged opportunity to either see a great contest or else, as was the case of Pearson this afternoon, to else see a great performer in action hanging up something that was good enough to go into the record books as an all-time tie. And, of course, uh, yesterday's ball game was just a full meal for the second guesses. Do you remember the buzzing around all last night, right? Uh, I should say so. Red, uh, now we're going to uh, Crosley Field in Cincinnati, and uh, there is a definite, I think, don't you, uh, a, the home team does have a definite edge, don't you think so? I rather think that the Reds, getting back home in those familiar surroundings, uh, will have a little bit of an edge back there in their own ballpark, and I really look for them to cut up quite some capers back there in Crosley Field. Well, definitely, I expect that, Bob, and as far as uh, being at home, naturally you feel more at home. You have your own fans with you, and of course you know how true it is in football that the home club is always a lot tougher than if it were on the road. And of course, the one big advantage is that pitchers who are used to working in a ballpark know how to pitch to try and take advantage of the area of the ballpark because all parks vary. And certainly the outfielders are playing at home. And since now you have a terrace growing up around most of the outfield fences. The outfielders used to playing 77 games Well, 
I wouldn't take back a single pitch. Said, as far as I was concerned, I gave the best I had, pitch by pitch, and I wouldn't take back a single one. Spoken like a couple of ball players, and Bob, unlike you, I'm looking forward to seeing the floodgates open there on the banks of the Ohio starting the day after tomorrow in Cincinnati. I should say so. Well, Red, don't miss that train tonight, and I'm sure we're going to see some grand games there in Cincinnati. Fans, regardless of where you've listened to this ball game, of course, our network, the Mutual Network, has arranged uh, for the broadcast of these World Series games a network of international scope. So I don't know where you might happen to be listening to this ball game, but wherever you happen to be listening to it, we do hope that this broadcast, as Red and I have told you about it today, has given you a very, very enjoyable afternoon. This is the largest network of a World Series game in World Series history. So wherever you happen to have caught this game this afternoon, we do hope that you've enjoyed it, and we hope that you'll be with us for the broadcast of the next game, which will be on Saturday. Remember, the third game of the 1939 World Series will be brought to you from Crosley Field in Cincinnati by Gillette, Saturday afternoon at 1.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, over the station to which you are now listening. Tonight, Red Barber and I leave on the baseball special without our good friend Stan Lomax, by the way, whose broadcasting commitments will keep him here in New York City. Just a closing summary for the day again, the Yankees four runs, nine hits, and no errors. The Cincinnati Reds, no runs, two hits, and no errors. The winning pitcher, Pearson, and the losing pitcher, Lucky Walters. Now this is Bob Elson saying goodbye, hoping you've enjoyed the broadcast, and leaving with you men as my parting thought for the day. Remember, the Gillette Tech Razor with the Gillette Blue Blade for the finest shave that you ever enjoyed. Goodbye all, we now return you to our New York studios.